6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So my question, what song do you believe is the greatest of all time? Let me know at 780-496-0063. Text coming in left, right, and center. Karen says, Fortunate Son by CCR. Kirk says, Bohemian Rhapsody. Laura says, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Um, So many coming in. Keep them coming. And here's why. Rolling Stone, no, it was Billboard magazine. I made a mistake there. It's Billboard magazine just updated its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. It's the first update in 17 years. The tunes were picked and ranked by a team of more than 200 performers, writers, and musical industry figures from Bill Ward to Black Sabbath to Megan Thee Stallion. Stallion. Uh, The new list has more than 250 new songs on it, and the top 10 list has six new tunes, including a new number one. Let's break it all down with Alan Cross, the host of the ongoing history of new music. Hey, Alan, let's talk best songs of all time. Welcome back to the show. Yes, and here's a story that is guaranteed to get people talking. And that's it. And one of the things in the articles that I've been reading, Alan, people are saying this is nothing more than something to get people fired up. It's exactly what it is. Rolling Stone used to do this on a much more consistent basis, but they say that this time, for the first time in 17 years, they've completely remade the list of the best songs ever. I, you know, they have been doing this every two or three years, I think, where they take a look at their top 500 songs of all time and making a few tweaks here and there. But apparently what they did this time is they went out to 250 artists, writers, and industry people and started from scratch, created a, a list right from the very beginning. And this list is, is substantially different than the one that we may have seen come out a couple of years ago. Question for you, Alan. Have you ever been invited to take part in remolding or putting together a list like this? Never. Now, again, another thing to remember is that Rolling Stone is primarily an American publication. (laughs) They're owned by some people in Singapore now, but that doesn't matter. They are an American publication, and they look at the world of music through American eyes. Mm. Just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are never going to get somebody from outside Canada to you know, do something significant with the voting there because America invented rock and roll. They know best. They know their market. They know their audience. And the rest of us be damned. You know, it's uh, it's interesting that they they say that more than half of the 500 songs on this updated list were not featured on the original list published by Rolling Stone in 2004. The the new top 10 is interesting with some of the uh, the tunes that are on, you know, the top 10 part of it all. I did not expect this one, um, Outcast, Hey Ya, yeah, to be at number 10. You think you got it, fool, you think you got it, but got it, just don't get it, there's nothing at all. What do you think about it? It's a fine song, but the 10th best song <laughs> of all time? I mean, let's let's look at, uh, okay, what's, what could have been better than that? Oh, about a thousand songs. You know, uh, Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone, for example. Uh, yeah, Day in the Life from the Beatles, for example. Satisfaction from the Rolling Stones, for example. I have no idea how that managed to be in the top ten. In fact, if you look at the, well, I guess we will look at the rest of the top ten. Uh, I'm really scratching my head. All right, in ninth spot, Fleetwood Mac Dreams. Okay, any anytime some, you know, great Fleetwood Mac music is around, I'm a happy girl. Oh, 
again, a fine song, very big album, very important album from the late 1970s. Um, I'm wondering if the appearance of that song in the top ten had something to do with that meme with that guy in the skateboard and the cranberry <laughs> juice. Maybe it was just top of mind for a lot of people. I, I, I don't know. But, uh, okay, one of the, again, not on my list of the top ten songs of all time. It's in the top 500, probably in the top 100. Mm-hmm. But top ten, um, I, I, again. Geez, you know, we're, we're, we've fallen right into their trap. <laughs> Here we are yes. debating and arguing yes. about it. <laughs> yes, and, and we're outraged and like, oh, my God, how could they do that? What about, you know, anyway. So Continue. in eighth spot is this one by Missy Elliott. Hello, hello. People sing around. Now people gather around. Now people jump around. Of all time, I, listen. I agree with you. This—it's uh, a tremendously catchy song. Missy Elliott has been a very, very important and influential artist, um, and uh, she did. She is being rediscovered right now mm-hmm. by a whole new generation of fans. Uh, as as this being better than every other Beatles song, save one. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so in seventh spot is. The Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever from 1967. That is the only Beatles tune on the top 10 list. What else would you put on there from the Beatles? Oh, where do I start? <laughs> uh, a Day in the Life. Uh, here Comes the Sun. Uh, we can go with uh, Tomorrow Never Knows. We can go with I Want to Hold Your Hand. We can go with, you know, any, you know, Beatles recorded about 248 songs. Mm-hmm. We can probably pick somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 of those songs and that they're much more interesting than anything else above it. In sixth spot, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? You know, a, a great tune from 1971. In fifth spot, now I'm not a huge Nirvana fan and I know that there's a lot of folks out there that are, but this one smells like teen spirit. Nirvana smells like teen spirit. I just finished writing something for globalnews.ca that'll appear on Sunday that is uh, all about what Nirvana, well, partly it's probably about what Nirvana did in the fall of 1991 with Smells Like Teen Spirit. That song changed a tremendous amount of rock music Mm -hmm. in a very short period of time. It was, we're not talking, uh, we're not talking a year, we're talking months that Nirvana upended the entire ecosystem of rock and roll with that song so there yes I, I, i'm glad it's in the top five number four uh bob dylan like a rolling stone from 1965 i i missed this song when when i first looked at the list i didn't see it there uh, i'm glad it's in that point uh, I'm glad it's at that, uh, that that position because it was a, a very important song. Uh, we have Al Cooper playing that incredible organ piece. Mm-hmm. Um, the song was six, uh, almost six and a half minutes long, which was an eternity for, for radio back then. And uh, it, the stream of consciousness vocals are, 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 are terrific. I mean, it is a classic. It mm-hmm. is one of the top uh, certainly one of the top five rock songs from the 1960s and maybe one of the top five rock songs of all time. So I'm I'm good with it there. I really am. In third spot, this one. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know 
Cooke. Yeah, it's Sam Cooke. A change is going to come. What a what a powerful song then. Uh, a powerful song now. Uh, in third spot. Uh huh. And it's one. Of, it's the third best song ever written. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Again, I. I I would like to quiz all the people that were involved in this and, you know, what was their criteria for, for some of these songs? Uh, I, I'm not going to argue that that is one of the greatest songs of all time, but the third greatest, uh, I, I, I sense a scoring error. Alan, hold on just a second. We're going to take a quick pause here. What two songs top the chart? Find out coming up. We are talking about Rolling Stone magazine and its updated list of the 500 greatest songs of all time with Alan Cross. We are down to number two, and it was a groundbreaker for hip-hop and rap. It's Public Enemy and Fight the Power from 1989. Comes in at number two, your thoughts. Uh, that was a very important and remains a very important song in the history of hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, Fight the Power had, you're right, with all the samples, with uh, the innovative production mm -hmm. techniques, with the in-your-face kind of um, performance, and, and just the, the audio punch mm -hmm. of that song mm -hmm. is is incredible and i think what was that 1988 still sounds fresh yeah still sounds powerful uh i think you can make it a case for that being in the top 10. number two <laughs> that somehow i mean speaks to the fact that this is an american list and much of these songs uh ranked as well as they did because of the american experience of the 250 people that made up this list uh, if you were to put together a top 500 list like this in the UK or in Canada, uh, you would not see Public Enemy in the top 10 because we just don't have the racial history, the racial animosity, mm -hmm. the, the civil rights situations as uh, is, is such a very, very big part of, of American history. So I can see why it's there on an American list, but if, you were to, if this were to be a truly global list, it, it would not be there. All right, topping the list, Alan Cross, is this. Aretha Franklin, respect from 1967, the number one greatest song of all time. Is it? Well, first of all, it's a cover. Uh, mm -hmm. Otis Redding wrote the song. <laughs> um, it's a fantastic, timeless performance. The message behind the song is uh, forever uh, relevant. Um, again, I have no trouble with that being in the top ten. Number one, um, I, I, I do. Um, I could probably name... You know, four or five other songs, including Bob Dylan, including Nirvana, that are and and a, and a ton of Beatles songs that are that are probably more worthy of the number one spot. Uh, but again, the whole idea is that we're discussing it, yeah, and we're we're listening to songs now that we maybe not have listened to in quite some time. Um, I believe if, if we just get past all the arguing, um, I believe that any time 
something comes up that encourages people to discuss music, analyze it, and get deep into why or why something is relevant or good or important uh, is a good thing because you're inevitably going to run up against people who disagree with you. And when you have those kinds of discussions, you're bound to learn something. Mm -hmm. So if we look at this whole thing as a learning experience rather than something that we yell at each other about over a <laughs> table at a bar, uh, it, it, it's, it will probably serve its purpose beyond just you know, getting people to get uh, angry and all frothy about it. Alan, let's leave it there. Always enjoy talking music with you. Thanks for uh, taking the time and uh, chewing on this list a little bit with me this afternoon. I always appreciate it. Anytime. Angry and all frothy. <laughs> it has done just that on the text line. The last text I got, this list is garbage. <laughs> okay, what should what what song do you believe should be number one on that list? 780-496-0063.